Hi everyone, so it's been a little while since I last did a recording um, and the reason for that is that I was going to do this as a diary entry slash sort of physical health um, sort of under that category but since my last recording not much has actually been happening not enough for me to sort of combine the two so I'm just going to do this as a update for listeners and for just me talking and sort of get off my chest a bit um about what's been happening on the the physical side of things so um just to recap from my last wafflings uh i tweaked my back um several no um on the i did it on the 5th of november so it was the 6th that I've really started feeling this. It's been, uh, well, progressively getting worse, but then high moments of getting better, and then something triggers it, and, you know, I go back to not square one, but minus square one. Um, but that's pretty much been my life. I've been, you know, um, not really been able to do much, so it's just been quite boring and depressingly sitting around either on bed or you know at my desk just trying to keep myself occupied or you know in front of the tv downstairs just trying to do as minimal as possible just to try and let my body heal a little bit um but more sort of family members have been sort of notified to this now so they've seen sort of the condition that i've been in and you know what's happening um, but I saw on, so this is Thursday, so I, um, I saw on the previous Friday on, you know, the 3rd of December, um, a physio, she was a doctor, um, with my local GP. She works with my local practice and another one, um, is in the local area. Um, but I saw her originally, um, back in sort of September, October time, uh, to try and manage the pain in my knee. But I told her that just like before several, you know, another year ago, ago when I was seeing a physio, that, that the exercise I was doing for the knee was actually hurting my back as well. And although it wasn't massively aggravating my back, it was, you know, it was making it hurt a bit, but it was, it was manageable. Um, but she, she wanted a checkup. Um, so I was telling her that I, um, the exercises you're doing were helping a little bit because, you know, as I was walking, uh, my, my left leg would bend inwards. So like, um, it, it would almost be like walking at a foot with like at two o'clock. And it was, that was just more comfortable walking in with a straight leg, especially going upstairs mainly. And it, it obviously short term you can get away with it but long term it would just be it would just progress into a, into a really bad issue so in terms of the exercises that I was doing yes that was helping me to sort of walk with more of a straight leg again which was good um but in other ways it was hurting my back so I did mention that to her at the time when I was big into her back in late November and I mentioned that I was trying to get an appointment with her for my back as well because I'd obviously tweaked it by that point. 
and we managed to sort out a sort of a joint appointment where she should see my knee and my back. Um, so that was on the third. The first part of it was okay. I little it was a little walking distance from a sort of waiting area to the uh, the room she was in. So that was a bit took me a while to actually get down there because I'm walking very slowly like a like a sixty year old man at the minute. Um, but I got down there okay. She checked out my knee first. Again, it, it's one of the, it was one of those bittersweet moments um, because all this, my leg seemed to have come about when I had my abscess on my bottom of my back. You know, um, you know, weak, very weak leg. And it, it just seemed a bit too coincidental that, you know, one thing came and then suddenly another thing came, you know. Um, but from what I've been told, they're, they're not related, which... You know, I suppose it's good but annoying at the same time. Um, but it's just, uh, there's no nerve damage as such. It's more muscular. So I've got very weak muscles around my knee, which are just not holding my knee in place. So I, that's why I keep falling forward on my knee quite a lot. Um, so in there's nothing they can really do about that. It should keep on doing exercises. So, again, I'm quite limited to what I can do in terms of activities because I can't walk too fast because I'm not giving enough pressure on my knee to keep my knee upright. You know, so just, you know, if I walked, put it this way, if I, if I walked normally like a, you you know, you're the next person, I my knee, I wouldn't be able to give enough pressure on my, you know, my leg and around my knee to be able to keep my leg walking properly, I would fall forward on it quite a lot. So I tend to have to walk, a lot, you know, much slower, just so I'm putting, you know, putting pressure on my leg, just so I'm not constantly, you know, falling forward. So in that sense, you know, it's nice to know there's no nerve damage, but again, I'm still quite limited to what I can do physically because I can't do anything as fast as everyone else. Um, you know, I'm still having to take, for the most part, you know, a step at a time upstairs because the pain is actually, you know, a lot there. But that's simply because, you know, there's no much, not much support, musc- you know, on the muscular side around my knee. So, again, it's nice to know that there's no, you know, nerve damage that I've got to worry about, but it still doesn't help me in the long run that I'm, I'm limited in that sense. Um, but that was the first part of it. Um, the second part, she looked at my back. Oh my god! Um, yeah, she um, she did a couple of sort of exercises with me, raising my arms and everything to the sides, which you know were okay. I could do them, but they weren't exactly comfortable doing it. So you know that that part, I was I was keeping a um, bit of a bit of a groan but you know a bit of a clean mouth at that point but then um she got me laying on my front on the on on, on a table thing that they have and um that was uncomfortable because I haven't laid on my front for a long time and uh it took me a while to get down on my front to sort of lay my hands up you know ahead of me 
and um, I, I, she, she poked my back in a space where, you know, um, my issue is, and I spasmed out so much that, you know, it was just ridiculous. I, I was, I mean, she kept pushing sort of the area where it was just to get a gist of all the pain because I've been suffering um, in some other areas lately. And, oh, my God, I, I was literally, I wasn't, I was trying to hold back some tears, but I, I was more so trying to hold back me swearing blue blazes, you know, and, you know, uh, it almost like the top of my voice because it was so painful. You know, it's like, I don't know how else to sort of describe it. You know, it's, it's, the only thing I can probably think of about, well, it's going to sound grim, but imagine you've got a big gash in your leg or in your arm or something, or you, you've probably seen like bullet wounds where it's like scaved someone and they've got a big like a big like C chunk missing out their arm. You know, imagine that, and then someone's gone and stuck a pencil or a, you know a stick or some sort of metal rod in it, and it's just so painful you can't imagine. You know, that's what it feels like. It does, that's what it did feel like, I should say. Um, but she she had a look at because that's um, the issue I, I have in a minute is around my shoulder blade area. She um, she had a look at the neck above it and below it, right before it sort of bends at the very bottom, you know, at your pelvis. Because since I've tweaked my back, I can't lay on two pillows when I'm sleeping. I've just got to lay on a very 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 thin single pillow which is effectively almost like just laying on a pillow like laying on a bed mattress without any pillows but it's better than nothing um because even just doing that above and below where i've been i've got my my long-term problem it's been my my spine and everything like that, it's been tingling a lot um more so on the top part leading up to my you know my neck but the, the lower part, you know, before the, the curve in your back, you know, where it meets your pelvis, although it tingles, I get a lot of um, sort of like a pins and needly kind of feeling in it. And it's not just those sort of tingles that are a bit more sharper than, you know, your usual sort of tingles, but the pins and needles was like really, really sharp. It's like someone's literally like sticking really you know, long pins in your back, you know. It wasn't painful as such, but it was horribly uncomfortable because it would last for ages. And, you know, obviously I'm not sleeping anyway, so I'm just sitting there suffering this this sensation that's really uncomfortable. Um, And it's one of those feelings where you're not quite sure whether it's a good... It's happening for a good reason or a bad reason. Because... I, I had known for since this happened in 2019 that this was a uh, a, dege- a degenerative condition. So it's not going to get worse. It's not going to get better. You know, if anything, it's likely to get worse. Uh, you know, as the years go by. Um, so I'm wondering whether the tingle I've been feeling is, on the one hand, is my body trying to repair itself and that's what the tingle is or 
is the condition that I've been suffering working its way up and down, you know, past where it's sort of stationed at the minute in my back? And I don't know. Um, I did mention it to her and she was a bit concerned. So she's uh, she's actually sent me off for um, more MRIs on my back because she feels that I've got a T4 issue, um, which would make sense considering, you know, you get your lumbar, which is the middle part of your back, you something at the bottom, I think, is something else, and then you you got your T's or whatever at the top. And um, the where she was poking my back below where the main issue is and sort of the area where I was tingling, it was it was painful. What it's not as painful as the area that is around my shoulder blades, but it, it was more painful than the than her poking the bottom of my back near my pelvis. You know, that was just that was just like someone poking you in the back. Whereas as, you, as she was going up, you know, it was becoming a lot more uncomfortable and, you know, a sort of dull, achy pains when someone does it, a lot more than what it should be. And until we got to the bit where, you know, she was poking me in the, the area that was exposed to my nerves and that's why I was spazzing them out. But um, she was a bit concerned that it's, it's like a, a lumbar... Um, sort of mid-back and now a sort of sort of upper-back problem. So she's sent me off for um, uh, MRI scans just to see the, you know, what condition everything is in, you know. I'm, I'm, obviously, I'm hoping for no change, but I'm expecting some worsening, you know, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get my hopes up, but... Um, it's definitely caused me a lot of problems in my arm, especially my right arm. Since I've done this, um, it has be- it has become considerably weak. My hand just con- constantly wants to sort of scrunch itself up in like a like a fist, but obviously not a strength, you know, a very strengthful fist because I, I haven't got the strength to do that. It's just like more like a, your hand goes into like a claw, and it it does you know your nerves are just sort of tightened in a way that they're, they're strained in that sort of position. So as you try and undo your fingers, it's almost like, imagine you've been out in the cold a lot, like the entire day, and your fingers are stiff, and you try and moving them, and they're not working as you as you want them to. That is how my hand and my fingers feel like. You know, and uh, given this time of year, Christmas, you've got to write Christmas cards, I've not been able to hold a pen properly, Um you know, my fingers don't really want to hold a pen properly. But if I if I maneuver my with my other hand to hold a pen, I have to really, 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 really pinch the pen to try and just hold it in my hand. And I'm as I the other day I was writing out some little tags for presents, and it was taking me at least ten minutes just to write out dear whoever it was. You know, just the beginning of the of the tag, because after every couple of letters, if that, my hand would just, I it would it would just wouldn't work. It would just kind of just say no, I'm not having this, and shut down, and I just wouldn't be able to use my hand. And um, you know, the more and more I was using it to just try and finish off a little tag, you know, it was just ridiculous. You know, I just 
this sort of reverberation ache and pain go up my arm where you know I'm straining the nerves just to try and hold something simple as a pen. So that's made eating quite difficult because I can't hold a, a fork or you know I hold it you know left handed with my fork in my right hand. But I'm having to try and position the fork, you know, in the palm of my hand just to try and squish something down and then, you know, manoeuvre it between, you know, my fingers and the sort of bottom of my palm just so it's like a lever. But even that is difficult because then I've lost, I haven't got the feeling or the strength in my in my fingers, so it kind of just slips out between my fingers sometimes. Um, so it, it, just those menial things that people don't realise is incredibly difficult. Um, but yeah, so I've just, she's diagnosed me with this sort of T4 condition, which makes sense. There's nothing, you know, and, um, make, you know, it's expected because that's where the issue is. Um, but she wants to send me off to this, this nerve place to see what, you know, condition my nerves are really in. Uh, you know, but. Life has just been really difficult, you know. I've not been, like I say, I, I, I'm really slow. I can't really bend myself because of my back. And, um, you know, I have, reading through the notes again from uh, the neurosurgeons that I saw um, before, you know, it is a degenerative condition, you know. Like I say, it's not going to get any better. It's... If anything, it's going to get worse as I get as the years go on, and I've definitely felt that. You know, um, I, I think I mentioned it before, but last summerish time, I was working a part-time job. It wasn't anything massively taxing, but just the just getting on with that um, in this sort of the environment where I was in was incredibly painful in my body you know I'd be coming back a lot a lot of the time in agony I'd be living on painkillers just to get me through you know something like a little part-time job so I've realized how much degeneration has happened since you know me at first doing this to even then you know it's only been in the space of like a, like a year and a bit maybe coming up two years but you know, even that time, I've noticed a huge difference in my ability and my ability uh, to really, you know, just manage and get on with things and just function. And then you've got the ability to actually do other things that, you know, set you about from other people. But, you know, it's, um, like I said, you know, I, I told her about the video about work and I said, like, I can't write. If anything, I'll, I can hold a pen in a, in the best of chances. Not not at the minute, but um, in other times, you know, I can hold a pen for I don't know five minutes. That's pushing it, but you know, then my hand will just just weaken. You know, sometimes it's a lot less than that. You know, sometimes I'll, be, I'll write a sentence that's you know taking me ten seconds to write, and I'll feel it in my hand. You know, so. You know, I have considerable weakness in my my arm just to even write in the best of times. There's no way I can physically go about doing things, so I'm I'm quite limited. And you know, I'm not going to mention my profession here, but 
it really affects my prof- my profession because it's it's two of the things that are fundamental in what I do in my job. So, and in any job, you know, you, you, unless there's a job that allows me to do something in a very short burst of activity and then sit down for half an hour while I recuperate and then do another short burst of activity, you know, I don't, there's not really that many people out there, you know, employers and business out there that are going to allow me to have that kind of job because in the grand scheme of things, it is quite unproductive. But that's why I am, you know, even a computer job, I can't sit in a chair for too long because it hurts my back. Even typing, you know, there's only so much you can do with one hand. But even if I use my other hand, I've got two stronger fingers than the rest. But even that, even if I just move them two up and down, you know, I can do it for 10 seconds probably. And then I really feel that going down my arm and then my hand just goes weak and horrible. So even that, typing... Holding a mouse, clicking a button, I'm very limited to doing that as well. So, like I said, I'm really finding myself between two hard places about what to do, and I'm I'm essentially quite limited. I'm quite crippled, you know, if you want to use that sense at a minute. Um, and I mentioned that to her, and she's half agreed that I am limited to what I can do, and so she's written out this form that I can give to any employee if need be or whatever um, but she has recommended in terms of um, sort of finance wise that I, I get extra help so I've uh, I've phoned up um, one of the NHS people um, and so they just have uh, explain sort of issue situation I didn't go into details because that's not what the initial bit's there I'm just claiming for um, the claim um, but they're going to send me a form and I've got to explain all the details and that so see what happens but like I said you know the neurosurgeons who I saw are quite you know experts in their field um I've justified that they, they they've said they said to me that I can't justify operating on me because of my age, you know. And I know that doesn't make quite sense because I'm quite young. I should be able to deal with you know an operation. Yes, I agree. But on the same hand, um, because it's upper back and not lower back. I mean, lower back still has its its problems, um, but upper back. It's considerably a lot more damaging if, you know, uh, in the long run. So even if they operate on me, they won't be able to cure the problem. You know, I can't cure my nerves in my arms. I'll always have a weak arm now. But even if they take to my disc in my back because they're herniating and pressing against these exposed nerves, even if... By some chance, they they healed, they got rid of that problem, or, or did something to alleviate. There's nothing to say, but I might do something menial, like just bend over and pick something up, or I'm I stand up from a desk 
from a chair at a desk or do something just simply walking around, I can aggravate my back just enough that I will render everything I've done useless and I'll be in a worse shape than I would be beforehand because I've undone the work that I've done. Um, so the, it's the, I would, I was going to say the lesser of two evils, but it's not really a lesser of such, but the best sort of chance scenario I've got to go by at the minute is to, is to play the waiting game. Um, cause at some point I've got to wait till my, cause they're herniating these, my discs, at some point, they're just going to slip, or because they're drying up, they're just going to go explode and go, you know, pop. Or, yeah, I'm just going to be the same as this, you know, as I get older. Um, but only until those two first two scenarios happen that I, you know, they can justify operating on me. But then I've got to deal with the effects of that happening. You know, because upper body is a lot more severe in terms of mobility and movement and doing things than his lower body. So it, it, I'm surrounded by worst case scenarios. And, you know, the more active I am, the more chance I'm liable to doing myself damage. So the less I do, the best chance I'm in of longing this out as long as possible. So... You know, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm in between two hard places at the minute, but that's that's where I am on a health side, you know, and um, yeah, yeah, I understand that me explaining this, <clears throat> I've been trying to keep sort of um sort of a level head, a sort of composed head, a bit of a sound mind on this, but you know, it's it is massively damning on you in terms of, of you know on your emotions you know just mental as as well as physical I mean you know I sit here and I wonder I'm, I'm effectively disabled now in, in, in a way you know and well I'm in my, my early 30s I'm in my prime of my life and suddenly I've, I've develop this body of an old man, you know, and, um, it is horribly depressing, you know, I'm very limited to what I can do now, you know, I need extra help doing things, um, like, actually, like, getting dressed in the morning, I can get a shirt on, okay, you know, I'll, I'll, I would say okay in inverted brackets there, but, you know, it, I still doesn't, I can't just slip on a t-shirt as other people do. It does take me a little bit to get a t-shirt on, but I can do that. I can kind of put on a pair of pants or underwear, what do you want to say? Um, but again, it's a bit haphazard. You know, I, I can't use my body to bend over and you know put it over my feet. And, you know, it, it is, I have to do most things kind of sitting down because I have a bit more closeness to certain body parts that I can sort of manoeuvre, but things like putting on jog bottoms, sometimes they're okay, depends on sort of the make of them, but things like socks, I can't do that, I can't bend over enough 
or use my hands enough. One, I can't, it's really hard to do it one-handed, and you know, bending over is painful. So I've got to have someone to help me do that. You know, and uh, depends upon sort of what I'm wearing. Like if I have to be out in a coat, I can't physically move my back and my arms enough to take a coat off. So I need help doing that. Same with jumpers as well. And you know, I'm I'm got to that stage now where I need someone else to help me get dressed. You know, and you think. Oh, it, it's massively depressing because you know you should be able to do this. It's it's something that is a menial task, and suddenly you just found yourself not being able to do it. And you know it does it does have that mental knock on you that you know you you need that extra support. Which yeah, I know everyone does at some point, but this is going to be like a common, like a, a long term, forever daily occurrence now. And you know and um. I think about all the things that I would like to have done if, you know, or you know, firsthand or again. And I, I'm, I, I've, I've, I'm having to come to the, the realisation I can't do them now. So it's uh, mentally on a, an emotional front. Yes, it is, it, it's horrible. And, you know, it does. it's one of those things you can't help but think about as you're awake each night because, you know, you have trouble sleeping you know, I take these incredibly powerful knockout tablet painkiller things, but, you know, I try and take them each night just so they make me drowsy so I drift off, but they don't work straight away. And, you know, I, I do just generally kind of fall asleep out of sheer exhaustion all the time, half the time. But while you're in that process before you drift off, your mind is still alert. You're still trying to think about all other things and, you know, it's just horrible and, yeah, like I'm not. I'm not saying, you know. You watch things like the the Paralympics, and it makes you proud that these people have got all these disabilities, if you want to call it that. Or you know, I, I don't want to sound, make that sound like it's a very degrading thing. But you see, you see them doing all these sports, and you think I'm really proud of those people for doing that, given you know they've got hindrances behind them in terms of able-bodiedness people but you know I've effectively entering those ranks because of what I can do and can't do and coming from someone who has been able-bodied yeah it is a doctor system it does take a long time but I'm, I'm coming to terms with the fact that I have huge limitations now but it's just dealing with those things that you you kind of want wanted to do in life you know I've, I would hoping to go back and reclimb Ben Nevis, you know, uh, to see if I can improve, you know, why, how I did it before. But again, I, 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 there's no way I'm being able to do that now. So I'm, I, I have to just be kind of content with the fact that I've done it and that's it. You know, I'm not going to be able to do it again. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a difficult month for, you know, a month and a bit. And, uh, you know, I would say I'd go out and see people for Christmas. And, you know, that's, that's going to be, you know, hard. Because, you know, you see them acting fine, again, again in the inverted brackets, but commas, but... You know, and suddenly you, you realize you can't actually sort of join in with the activities that some other people are doing. 
But with look, you know, here in the UK, and you know, this new variant, the Omicron variant, people are getting a bit more cautious and scared again of it. So, and we've just entered kind of like a phase B lockdown, where we're taking things a lot more serious. Um, and so, in a way, it's been a bit of a godsend that I haven't been able to see people because then I haven't had that mental depression on me that I can't do things as as I used to with my friends. So, you know, small mercies, but again, you know, it's just kind of living with the fault that this is this is it now, kind of, that I'm effectively not going to get too much better, if any, if I'm going to get better at all. So, there we go. Um, kind of in relation to this, I had a dream last night. I'm not going to mention it in this one because... I want to talk about it in a separate, separate recording. But it kind of relates to this in a dream I had last night. Um, so I'm, I'm going to leave um, that till next time because I'm, I'm starting to get a, a bit worn out talking now because I've been talking for a while and it is horribly tiring having to do something like this. You know, this is the longest activity I've probably done in apart from writing, but those Christmas cards, as I said, but um, activity I've done without taking a break. So I'm, uh, I'm going to leave the next one to next time. But if you do, um, I suppose, might not make sense the next one if you've not heard this one. So it's going to be one of those you're going to have to catch up. But I'll make a note of that in um, in the recording. But uh, yeah, until then, guys, I shall leave there and thank you for listening. <laughs>